0: I'm A.C. Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I am your host, A.C. Brown. I am your spiritual doula, intuitive strategist, and human design expert, and I'm also an entrepreneur. Thank you so much for joining me again for another episode, and today we're going to talk about your authority and why your authority has the final say. So when you first enter human design, people are always asking you, what's your strategy? Um, What's your authority, your aura type? And today we're going to talk about your authority. Your authority is very important. Your authority equals truth. Now, what truth does it equal? When making decisions, we all have our own timing. And your authority is what honors your timing, it honors your truth. Of course, everyone does not have the same authority. And we'll go over that. We'll go over the percentages of the population who has what authority and etc. So I like to say, um, when you're thinking about your strategy and authority, how does it work? It's, I have my little, you know, analogy of, you know, your strategy, and then insert your authority, then act. Um, and because everybody's get, sometimes gets a little confused about my, your strategy and your authority. So I'll go over each of the strategies And I'll tell you where your authority fits in. So for pure generators, how your authority fits in, you're supposed to respond, then insert your authority, and then act. For manifesting generators, you're here to respond, imagine, inform, insert your authority, and then act. For projectors, you are waiting to be invited or recognized, then you insert your authority, And then you act. Now for manifestors and reflectors, it is a little bit different. And for manifestors, I like to say, insert your authority, then inform people and then act. Um, That is the best for manifestors because they don't have to wait for someone else. So it's really about their own inner truth. So following their um, authority is best and then informing those around them and then acting. And the same for reflectors, I like to say for reflectors, insert your authority, then act because reflectors, their acting part is waiting a long period of time. So whatever their authority is, sometimes they have no inner authority um, at all, usually. And so I like to say, insert that inner authority, and I'll go over what that all means in a second and then act. So what are the authorities? You wonder what they are. And we're going to break them down. There are six authorities in general, but two of the authorities have um, two different levels to them. So that's a total of eight, but there's six main ones. So the first one is the emotional authority, which is the solar plex authority. 50% of the population has that. If you are an emotional solar plex authority, that means that you have a a defined emotional solar plex and as we get further into the episodes, you'll find out what those centers are. If you haven't already, fell down a rabbit hole with the Googles. Um, so that means that you have an emotional authority, and about fifty percent—I say seventy percent—it's a lot of people. Most um, people in human design have fifty have an emotional authority. Then the second authority is your sacral authority, and about thirty-three percent of um, the population has a sacral authority, and. When you have a sacral authority, that means that you, um, are some sort of a generator. So that means you have your sacral center defined, and then you also have your solar plexus defined, and you don't have any motors connected to the throat. And I'll circle back to all of these to find out what that means and how to use them, of course. And then you have your splenic authority, which is the spleen. And when you are in a splenic authority, you have a splenic awareness authority of your design um, and you have a spleen center defined. So your spleen is defined and your motion, your solar plex and your sacral centers are undefined when you have a splenic authority. Then you have your ego um, authority and you have two levels of your ego authority. There's a ego manifested Um, which manifestors have or ego projected which projectors have and that's about one percent each and i'm sorry i skipped that moving too fast um people with splenic authorities it's about nine and a half percent of the population so as you can see as we go to the different authorities um it goes down further and further so as far as the percentages so then you have your ego um your ego your heart um, which is that little triangle in your chart um, off to the right side of the chart. And that means that your heart center or your ego center and your throat center are defined and connected. Connected mean that there is some sort of channel. Two gates form a channel that are connecting both of them. And then you have your sacral um solar plex and your your sacral your solar plex and your spleen are undefined. I hope that makes sense. I'm going a little too fast. This is where it gets a little I don't want to say in depth. It's just a lot of information. Um then next you have your self-projected authority. And your self-projected authority there's about less than 5% people who have it. Um and your self-projected is your G center and your throat centers are defined and connected. And you have no other centers defined except sometimes the head center or the ajna. Um, it's very rare though. And then the last authority is your inner authority. And there's two levels to that. There is an inner authority um, for no inner authority for projectors and one for reflectors. The projectors are 2% no inner authority. And the reflectors are about 3%. And that means that you have no centers that are defined beneath the throat. Um, But most um, reflectors have no inner authority at all because they have no defined centers. I hope that makes sense. You can go back if you need to. I'll try to put some notes in on the blog um, on my website. So now we'll get into what those authorities mean when it comes to your strategy and your your authority so we'll start with of course your emotional solar plex um, people who have an emotional authority emotional solar plex I'm an emotional solar plex 50% of the population are emotional solar plex so what's that mean is that when you have an emotional solar plex that means that you need to come to some sort of emotional clarity about the goal or the decision that you need to make at that time. So we're not gonna get into the strategies at all, um, but we're just gonna talk about the authority. So what, after you followed your strategy, the authority is w- the next step, that's your truth. So you need to come to some sort of emotional clarity when making decisions, et cetera. So emotional authority, I like to say, It's waiting out the petty period because as you know, when we're emotional, we can be a little bit petty. We can make rash decisions sometimes that are, you know, we regret and for those who have an emotional authority who are listening, the best thing that you can do when making decisions after following your strategy is telling someone, let me think about that and get back to you. Trust me when I tell you that is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Whether you need to think about it overnight, whether you need a few hours, just think about it, especially when there are opportune um, opportunities um, <laughs> when it comes to, it's, you know, you're responding to something, you are w- invited to something, when you're informing, um, whatever you're, th- Um, strategy is, if you're an emotional uh, um, authority, tell people, let me get back to you. Because what happens is that you need to really have um, an understanding of what's going to happen. It's not necessarily overthinking stuff or anything like that. But it's more of um, making sure that you're answering those questions with a emotional bias, that it's really coming from a, um, unbiased place that you're looking from the outside in at the actual thing that you're responding to or being invited to whatever your strategy is. So it will make your decisions more clear, more full of wisdom, more enjoyable. So telling people, let me think about it. Let me think about it. Let me get back to you. will save you so much heartache. It will save you so much stuff. Just, just say, let me think, get back to you. Um, it's helped me. Um, and it's just, it's just about you being clear and removing the emotion from it. It really, really makes a difference. So that's when you have an emotional authority. Now, when you have a sacral authority, um, which a majority of will be a generator who has a sacral authority, um, the sacral authority is really about the feeling. It's about what's turning you on, to do it and I like to say it's either a hell yes or a hell no it's so many people who have you know been on this journey with me learning from me I always say it's either hell yes or hell no it's never a hell maybe it is never a hell maybe that's why for those sacral authorities usually they're generators you need to know what you want it's very key because when you get those opportunities to respond to something it has to be a hell yes or hell no. It's never a hell maybe. So when you feel it in your sacred response, you'll feel it. You'll feel the energy of it. Um it's a re- it's reliable. It's honest. It's the truth. Um like I said, your authority equals your truth. So it's your truth at that moment. So it's very important for my generators, manifestors, manifesting generators or pure generators to really know what you want, because you need to feel turned on by that um, particular decision to move forward. So if you're turned on by it, if it's a hell yes, go for it. If it's a hell no, um, then it's a hell no, but it's never a hell maybe hell maybes will just have you so messed up out here (laughs) um it needs to be a a hell yes or a hell no so just keep that in mind and then you have your splenic authority which is the spleen and your splenic authority is interesting because your splenic authority is uh, you really have to and I don't want to say if you don't know yourself you can't well, here's a here's a better. Here's a, you need to be honest with yourself when you have a splenic authority. When you have a splenic authority, it is an instant instantaneous immediately you just know like at the at the drop of that decision, it's that intuitive, intuitive feeling that is just like, yes, this is the right thing for me. Um the future's irrelevant. Um It's a moment-to-moment kind of listening and action when you have a splenic authority. So it's very important when you have a splenic authority, for those splenic authority people listening to this, do not (laughs) listen to your mind. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just important not to follow your mind, your Mm -hmm. emotional needs and wants, and the pressures from other people. It's just a knowing it's a very clear knowing of just instantaneous knowing. so go with that first answer. So when you are making decisions when it's that final say, if it's not instantaneous knowing, then move on and that and that's so for real like that's like really 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 um, imperative that you keep that in mind. It's an inner knowing and so what happens is is that, when people have splenic authorities, they are pretty much lying to themselves because you have to remove all of your emotional needs and wants. You have to remove what your mind is thinking and pressures from the outside world. And that's hard to do. Like, that's just hard. Like who wants, you know what I mean? That's just hard. That's the amount of self-trust that you need to have when you have a splenic authority is bananas. (laughs) It really is. It's bananas um that's probably one of the most i don't want to say challenging inner authorities but it can sh- it can mess with you because you really have to know yourself. You really have to um come to terms with who you are and the things that you want because it's really about listening to that first instinct. So for those who have a splenic authority, it's like I said it's that immediate yes or no. Um it's not a feeling, it's just that that it's a clear knowing. And it's an instantaneous thing, so you will know that um for sure. And then you have next your ego manifested authority, and the ego manifested authority, um, and the manifestors have this usually, um, and some other people do have it, but it's you know a an ego authority or heart authority, ego heart, same thing, and it's really about um. I'm going to tell other people what I'm going to do and then I'll know what I'll be doing. If that makes any sense, like I'm going to tell people what I'm going to do next. And in that moment that I tell people what I'm doing next, I'll know what to do next and then I'll do it. So it's really about that informing kind of thing. It's listening to what you're saying in the moment and not trying to control what comes out of your mind and just speaking what you want. So it's surrendering to your voice, surrendering to your truth and and allowing your voice to lead you. So that's another one where you need to trust and you need to have that particular trust in yourself that what's gonna come out your mouth or what you're gonna tell people that you're gonna do next is going to be, Safe, it's going to be right, it's going to um, make an impact. So, it's by listening to what you have to say in that moment and knowing that, um, you know, not trying to control it or not trying to control what comes out your mouth that that's going to manifest. So, it's about informing in the moment, um, and being comfortable with that. And most manifestors have this. Um, I've, there's the ego projected authority, which we'll get into that next. Um, but the ego uh, manifested it's about that voice because of course you have a defined throat center and that's also connected when to a to your will center so the next um authority is the ego projected authority so the ego projected authority is where you have your g center which is your identity center and then your will center which that's connected so what that pretty much <laughs> means for you when you have an ego projected authority is that and most project projectors will have this is that you know once you are invited you have you know capacity to be transformative in that particular environment um that your leadership in that particular environment is going to guide others so the decision that you make with that ego projected authority is you're going to be trying to make considerations for other people and making sure you keep your promise. So it's more like, um, how can I put this and give a good example? So it's like, after you get invited to something and you make the decision to go, it needs to be because you actually want to go. It's not because other people want you to be there. Uh, That sounds selfish. (laughs) You know, it it is ego projected. It does sound (laughs) selfish, but it is sort of asking yourself what's in it for me. What do I want with that particular invitation? So it's either, you're either going to have the energy to do it, go somewhere, you know, next career move, whatever, or you're not. So it is, it is kind I don't want to say it's selfish, but it, it it will feel selfish to the ego projected projectors, because here you are waiting for this invitation. You are, um, you finally get invited to something, you know, you get a big opportunity that comes your way, whether it's, you know, love, whether it's career, whether it's, you know, just friendship, whatever that is. And then you have to ask yourself, well, what's in it for me? Do I really want this? Um, with, when you have an ego projected authority, because that's really what it's about. It's really checking back in with yourself and making sure that that's what you want. I hope that makes sense <laughs> to everyone listening. If not, email me and ask me or send, shoot me a DM. Um, so the next um, authority is the self-projected authority. And the self-projected authority is where you have um, a defined G-center and it's connected to your your throat and it is this one is kind of like and this is projectors will have this it's like when you are invited to do something um you talk about it and it tells you the next move to go so it's about making sure that you are making the right decisions um to make you feel that this is right for you so it's i guess you can say it's like you're talking yourself into it when you have a self-projected authority and most um projectors have this um so it's not most projectors, but some projectors have this, excuse me. Um, cause it's a very small percentage. Some projectors have this. So it's like, you're like, it's like you're talking yourself into. So say you get invited to like a big party and I'm just using party. So you're like, should I go to the party? I really want to go to the party. I think I'm going to go to the party. And then this, you know, my goals at the party are going to be to network. My goals at the party are going to be to meet five people. So you're like talking yourself into the decision, So it it makes sure that you have a direction for others, um, but you also know what your own direction is. So it's very opposite from, of course, the ego-projected authority. um, The self-projected is thinking about other people and not necessarily focusing on them, but it is guiding yourself in a way that is inclusive to making sure that the collective is you know also in alignment with you being there you accepting the invitation or to be seen i hope I, that makes sense it makes sense to me so but it might not make sense to you um so that's the self projected authority and then you have the last two which are no inner authority um which mental projectors have this meaning that if you're a mental projector um no inner authority that means that you only have a defined head and a defined ajna, and then all your other centers are open. That's a lot. Um, that's I don't want to say it's a scary place, but I don't think I've I've maybe read for one or two people who had no inner authority. So when you have no inner authority, what that means is it means that you are going to rely on your circle to assist you in making the decision so it means that you're going to talk about it to a few people you're going to get feedback from other people so you get an invitation from you know for a job for a new career move you're going to contact your closest three friends and ask them like oh I got this job offer this is what it entails what do you think about it um what do you what do you think about me being in this position Um, and then you're going to assess how you feel within yourself about it and then you're also going to hear the suggestions from other people in which you're but you're going to take it you're going to take a poll pretty much of the consensus of what everybody thinks and how do you feel about it so yourself as a self-projected authority it's not that you need the help, but it's better for you to get the help by discussing, a, you know, a different decision um, and rel- not necessarily relying on people that you trust, but using them as a sounding board um, and, and, sit- and having them assist you in supporting you when you might be com- um, contemplating something or, go, you know, overthinking something over and over in your head. Um, so that's your, you know, having no, no authority, no inner authority as a projector. Now as a reflector, (laughs) um, it is because all reflectors don't have, I've seen some people who have other ones, um, reflectors. Oh, my reflectors who are listening. Um, I hate that you feel like waiting 28 days is a bad thing so I have a rule when it comes to reflectors who especially who have no inner authority um because I know a few reflectors and I I like to give them this advice you know use utilize other people to get feedback but take your time with making your final decision now, we live in a real world. You can't get back to somebody in 30 days. <laughs> that's just the reality of it. Um, That's why it's hard to be a reflector. Because you can't be like, you know what? This sounds like a great job. But I need to let you know next moon cycle. Like nobody, you can't do that. You just can't. Because um, we don't live in that society, especially with everything moving fast. So I like to tell reflectors, um, seven to 10 business days. If you can talk to people about it, get some feedback and seven to 10 business days. Um, because in this day and age, that is, that's enough time, um, for you to make that decision. Sometimes you won't know. Um, and if you have the opportunity to wait 28 days, then by golly, go on and wait that 28 days. But you know, we live in this society and I don't know anywhere where they're going to let you wait a whole 28 days to get back to them about something. So that's my advice to reflectors. So I hope this was helpful for you about the authority. If you need to go back and take notes, sure. You can DM me if you have any questions or you can email me if you have any questions. We actually have Help My Auras. I posted on the Instagram today, on the Instagram, if someone had a question, so I'm not going to say her Instagram name, but, um, she said, what's with the people who are attracted to the manifesto aura, why aren't they repelled? And I have a very simple (laughs) answer for that. It's because they're not intimidated by manifestors. Manifestors can be very intimidating. Um, and, but they're only intimidating to people who are not sure of themselves who are afraid of the manifestor energy? Who were like, "Oh my gosh, she's too much for me. I can't take her." Um, in my experience, being a projector, there's no manifestor that I'm afraid of, if you want to say, or intimidated by, because I see them. You know, so it's more of I don't, I don't find that kind of repelling nature from a manifestor. Manifestors are cool. I get along with them. Um, Some of the best people in my life right now are manifestors. So we have an understanding or as you know, Real Housewives, if you watch, you know, we see each other. (laughs) We see each other. Um, Manifestors and I, I can definitely see how manifesting generators and pure generators can get super repelled by a manifestor absolutely um and that's really because you have a manifesting generator who's part manifester but still has to you know find shortcuts to doing things and all this stuff and then you have this person who's a manifester who can just do um that's annoying I would find that annoying or a generator who's on their way to mastery and they have to respond to life and then you have this person who can just do so of course that's going to be repelling because here goes this you know, manifest just willy nilly, you know, like a fairy, just all around doing what the hell they want to do. And then just informing us. And then me, if I was a generator or a manifest generator, I don't want to take directions from you. You know, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. So it's really about ego. Um, so I find that to answer the question, you know, a little bit more in depth is that the people who are repelled by manifestors, are just intimidated or insecure about who they are. Um, because a manifestor does have a powerful energy. Um, they are here to inform, especially when a manifestor knows who they are and they know their purpose and they're informing the right way. And they're standing in that power that can be very intimidating. So, um, it's, everybody's not going to like you that whole thing, but, I usually can spot out manifestors in several stages just because I've been in this work for so long. Um, but I, I get, I see, we see each other. So projectors, me and manifestors don't have an issue, but I can see how manifesting generators and pure generators have issues with manifestors. So I hope that answered your question. Um, but that's today's show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you want me to answer any of your aura type questions, you can either shoot me a DM or you can email me at hello at acbrown.com and just put in the subject line, help my aura. And I will read your question on, on air, on the podcast and I will answer it. And if you want to stay anonymous, just please let me know. Um, hopefully you love this podcast and tell your friends, um, and invite them to listen, subscribe, and um, follow me on Instagram. And until next time, thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back with some more good human design stuff. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at ACBrown. And also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com. And until we meet again, make sure you have a great week filled with good vibes and good energy.